This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. are about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show, sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case loving you. All right. We are back on the Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. 1-877-DOC-DALI, 1-877-D-O-C-D-A-L-I. Celebrity host Wendy Williams has revealed that she has a dementia, which is the same one that Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with, the frontotemporal dementia. And seeing people young, Wendy Williams is only 59. Bruce Willis, I believe, 67, although we think his symptoms might have started years ago. Uh, It's heartbreaking to see something like this. And Wendy Williams has battled multiple issues. I had uh, thought she had thyroid issues because her eyes, you saw the whites of her eyes, and sometimes hyperthyroid or Graves' disease could cause something called exophthalmos, and it was revealed that she was suffering from thyroid issues. But also, she had um, multiple other issues that affected her, such as lymphedema, uh, mental health issues. And so in a press release, she has announced that a battery of medical tests had been done and had revealed that she has the same diagnosis, frontotemporal dementia and primary progressive aphasia, similar to what Bruce Willis had. So the statement noted that Williams was diagnosed last year and uh, was giving was in a treatment, sorry, a treatment facility since April 2023. Sorry, my nose is running. But obviously with something like this, there's so many different types of dementia, aphasia, aphasia, the inability to speak or to convey your words that could be caused by strokes that could be caused by head trauma. It could be caused by um, um, bleeds, other things. So, you know, once though the hole was looked at, she ended up getting this diagnosis and the prognosis is not as good as we want it to be. So the frontotemporal dementia is a group of what they call brain disorders caused by degeneration of the frontal and temporal lobes of the brain. And we don't necessarily have treatments for that. Life expectancy is 7 to 13 years after the start of symptoms. Now, um, this is, you know, there's stages to it. Whereas... Alzheimer's, where memory loss can come on early, the frontotemporal dementia may have different things that show up first, change in cognitive status, behavioral changes, such as being apathetic. So you might have a family member where you're like, guess what? I'm getting married. I'm getting married. Oh, okay. You're like, you don't like who I'm marrying? You don't, what's going No, just, okay. You're getting married. No big deal. That apathy might be a sign of early cognitive change or dementia. Uh, language difficulties such as aphasia may come 
at an earlier stage. Forgetfulness, inability to perform many activities of daily living, such as issues with driving, personality changes, mood swings. This could be where, sadly, many people might use drugs to or alcohol to stabilize them. They could be misdiagnosed as having a psychotic or neurotic disorder, but it could be a sign of dementia. Loss of memory, motor, and balance come next. Then severe cognitive impairment, health deterioration. You could have falls, lack of nutrition, pneumonia. And so we don't have a cure. We also don't really understand the risk factors for this. When you look at Bruce Willis, I mean, man, was he in shape. He always appeared to be in shape. Now, now, I had years ago noticed he had a very deep Frank sign in his earlobe, which could be a sign of cardiovascular disease. So there could have been a chance that he did have high cholesterol or multi-infarct dementia that later allowed this to accelerate. Um, he also had early balding. He was going bald during moonlighting, and in moonlighting, he was only in his 30s. So early balding could be a sign of cardiovascular disease. Or So I'm not saying all people that early bald have cardiovascular problems, but you know, it. We, I did pick up on some things that he did have that might have signified some cardiac issues, but he's always been in good shape. He's always taken care of himself, it appears. And then, sadly, he ended up getting dementia. From what we understand, the family gives updates. He's doing okay, but it is progressive. And so, you know, life expectancy being under 10 years at the time of diagnosis is scary. And so we... Um, uh, we need to come up with better cures. And the, the problem we have when it comes to dementia is once there is brain damage. I mean, Wendy Williams has been treated you know, for multiple years. Uh, I am sure her doctors have been on top of her thyroid, on top of her lymphedema, on top of other issues. But once there's damage to the brain, there's not much we could do. This is why there's such a big call for looking at sports and sports-related injuries and concussions, because once somebody suffers a concussion, my vote is to get oxygen to them right away or some CPAP and try to get as much air to the brain as possible to uh, minimize inflammation, minimize hypoxia, and minimize damage. But damage to the brain can be permanent. Your liver may recover. Your lungs may recover. Even your heart may recover. But when it comes to the brain... We don't know much about how much it could heal itself. And so sadly, by the time we diagnose an issue that such as dementia, it it oftentimes is too late. And that's why we're looking at Wendy Williams. We're looking at Bruce Willis. Like, well, what do we do? We just watch it happen. It's 2024 for crying out loud. We can't do more. So all our treatments now are surrounding staving off more damage, trying to preserve as much of the function as possible. But if your brain requires activity from other neurons and those other neurons are slowly not working, your brain doesn't get the feedback, doesn't get that electricity, doesn't get that jolt, that energy that it needs. That's why I told you when you don't use it, you lose it. If you're not actively in school or learning or using your brain, you lose it. 
And I've talked to many colleagues who said, gosh, I could not go back to medical school. I could not study for the boards. There's no way I'm going to pass the boards now. Well, then start taking some classes. But you got to keep working that brain like you work your bicep, your tricep, your glutes. You have got to keep it up as much as possible because we don't know what sort of dementia we could sadly be at risk for. And you know, we need to work with what we've got right now. Well, Godspeed to Wendy Williams and Bruce Willis. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Dahlia here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdahlia.com today. Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious, such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. show thank you all for tuning in one eight seven seven doc dolly one eight seven seven d-o-c-d-a-l-i big thanks to genesis communications network for making the show happen big thanks to jason our producer and big thanks to you all for tuning in we really do appreciate it don't forget to follow us on twitter at dr dahlia and on facebook the dr dahlia show so if you've been having issues with your cell phone you're not the only one apparently there was a huge cell phone outage across the united states and some individuals are still struggling the outage spiked at about 4 a.m. Eastern time. The largest number of issues were reported by AT&T users. It peaked at 51,000 customers just after 7 a.m. before jumping to over 70,000 an hour later. Now, AT&T says they have been working urgently to restore network outages that is affecting now tens of thousands of their customers. But it's not just AT&T. It's Verizon, T-Mobile. And not only are they having issues in the U.S., but also Canada. According to Down Detector, over 70,000 customers have been reporting outages today, and we still don't know why the problem has uh, occurred. Um, in fact, it looks like as of uh, 10 a.m., uh, and I don't know if this is now Pacific time, we still have thousands of people struggling. So, of course, people are starting to wonder, was this a cyber attack? Why don't we know? 
The largest number of issues affected AT&T first. That was about 32,000 before 4 a.m., and then it hit 51,000. And when you look at some of the hot spots, it was throughout the country. And, you know, Cricket reported 11,000 units down. There were disruptions as far as Honolulu. So is this a sign of a cyber attack? Is this another foreign element? Is this us screwing up where we just have too many people? What's though fascinating about this, though, however, is it started in the middle of the night. Okay, that's not really where we have the most usage. I mean, 4 a.m. Eastern time is 1 a.m. Pacific. That's the middle of the night. And usually we don't see peak sort of cell phone usage until morning commute, afternoon, evening. And so, you know, it, it does, you know, remind us that, you know, boy, do people panic. <laughs> you can't use your cell phone. I saw on social media, people were not happy. They felt very vulnerable. How many of us still have a landline? I got rid of my landline. I don't have a landline at at the house. It costs money. Why would I waste money when everything has been cell phones now for years? Well, for safety. But I figured, well, I'll just find a pay phone if I have to. What if I can't access my, do I know what phone numbers I'm even calling? I know my mom's phone number. I don't know my brother's phone number. I don't have that memorized because he keeps changing it. I don't know my, I don't know anybody's number. And so I am a little nervous about that. I'm also nervous that we are so reliant on tech. I keep bringing that up because as a doctor, I'll ask a patient, when was her last period? You're having pelvic pain. I need to know. And they have on telemedicine, they'll actually go offline to go and access an app to try to figure out when their period was. And I get it's really, really nice that there's app trackers, but you can't remember a date. And I'm not saying this to criticize women using apps, but when I had my period, Boy, uh, first it was, I I think the whole world knew. I mean, it was not easy, right? But that was such a traumatizing week for me that there is no way I would forget. I knew the date, February 10th, January 17th. I would know exactly. Now, maybe it's because we're all distracted these days, but if we're ever in a hospital setting and there's no power and somebody needs to know when your last period was, did you miss it? Was it irregular? And you don't know, that could be life or death. I mean, we're still going to make sure you're not pregnant. We're still going to you know, ensure some things, but we're just getting so dependent on, on and I you know, giving up our landlines. I don't think I payphone for why I, I might have seen one in Europe but I don't think there's a lot of payphones now if they're getting destroyed or vandalized why would the city pay to put another one up so you know from a preparatory sense I talked to you all about making sure you have food water at least six months worth I there's no way every time I try to buy things to store up the kids eat it that week 
Now, and I like, come on, guys. I was trying to store this. This is, but you actually need to. Well, the other problem we have also is we don't want to forget about it, and then it you know spoils and gets old. But I, I don't understand why every family is not having a revolving shelter kit. You check on it once a month. If food is starting to reach the code date or expiration date, take it out. Put something new in. Go ahead and eat the food that hasn't expired yet. Do that with your water. Do that with your... It's Oh, that's just too much work. Really, is it? When you buy groceries, you're buying groceries sometimes for your mom. You're buying groceries sometimes you're picking something up for your neighbor. Why aren't you picking something up for your shelter case? These are things that we all should be doing. I, I bring it up time and time again. How many people know how to start a fire? You know, I love taking the kids camping because it forces them to go back to some of their roots and go, look, all right, start this fire. The fire's going out. What are you going to do? What's the safest way to put out a fire? It's getting cold. Generator's not working. What are you going to do? You know, and, and teach them. It's, it's, we're, we're, I, it's a waste. We're really wasting so much human intelligence and I, I know all that happened was we had a cell phone outage. But my problem was how humans reacted to that cell phone outage. And people's services are back up. I have AT&T. I'm fine. My AT&T is back up. But does anybody do drills? What happens if we don't have power? If we don't have cell phones? We, we do fire drills in school. I remember in California, we had earthquake drills. I was too young for the nuclear drills, but some of you have said there were like nuclear drills. I think you went under a, a, a desk, which I don't think would have helped much. But still, you know, we we do those sorts of drills. Do we ever do drills if there's no power? There's no power. You need to call your parents. What do you do? I don't know. I'm gonna no. All right, we all remain calm. We go to the nearest cell phone, or not near. I'm sorry. We go to the nearest payphone. Okay. Does anybody carry change anymore? Oh no, it's all digital. That blows my mind. That we don't carry cash. It's nice because you don't get mugged, but people use their phone to pay. Well, you have nothing on you to barter. You have no money at all? You have no money for a payphone? Well, nobody carries dimes or quarters anymore. Well, maybe you should. And I I really urge all of you families to just for poops and giggles say, all right, guys, let's pretend there's no power and no cell phone. Okay? Who are you going to want to call? What are you going to want to do first? What are you going to want to conserve? Well, I'll open the refrigerator and see what sort of food is in there. When you open the refrigerator, you lose some of the cool. You got to keep that refrigerator as cool as possible. What about freezer space? Maybe put some of that food in the freezer. Keep it colder. What do you do for security? Lock all the doors. There might be looting. Have your weapons ready. I mean, I, I, these are things that, and I, I'm not saying that just because cell phones went out, but I just don't think the average human is prepared 
because they're always expecting I could reach for tech. And I think every school should have a plan. Where do we go? If there's no power, do we just sit tight, read a book? Do we walk and travel to the nearest thing? What if there's a natural disaster coming our way? Does every classroom have a radio? Does every does every classroom have a ham radio? You know, we have emergency broadcast systems that may come through on your cell phone, but if you don't have cell phone access, turn on a radio. I understand that many cars are trying to get rid of them. No. So I think all of us should have that plan in place at schools and at home. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. USA News Update. A United Airlines flight from Newark, New Jersey to L.A. forced to land at Chicago's O'Hare Airport because of a bomb threat. Police boarded the plane, searched all carry-ons after passengers were off the aircraft. The scene was cleared and the plane resumed its flight to L.A. No bomb was found. Former President Donald Trump's town hall event with Laura Ingram of Fox News was the highest rated cable newscast on Tuesday, reaching more than 3.2 million, according to the network. If you're struggling with your cell phone service, you're not alone. A cellular outage on Thursday hit thousands of AT&T users in the U.S., disrupting calls and text messages as well as emergency services. If you're a user of Verizon, T-Mobile, or U.S. Cellular, they also reported some disruptions, but not nearly as widespread as AT&T. Corey Myers, USA News. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. 
That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain, until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly one 877 So I don't know if many of you have seen the video, but a Massachusetts high school basketball team had to forfeit the game after a transgender player on the opposing team injured three players. The collegiate, just during play, I don't think it was deliberate, but the transgender player was markedly larger, more muscular. And while playing basketball, you saw individuals get hurt. The collegiate charter school of Lowell's girls basketball team dropped out of the February 8th game against Kip, Massachusetts, after one of Kip's players, who was biological male, reportedly injured three of their athletes. According to Daily Mail, collegiate charter school officials said the team decided to forfeit because the other players feared getting injured and not being able to compete in the playoffs that were a few days later. The bench was already depleted going into the game with the 12-player roster. Four players were already unable to play. So when the coach saw three more go down in the first half, leaving him with only five players, he had to make the call to end the game early. And I agree with that call. The upcoming charter school playoffs are looming. He needed to have a healthy and robust bench in four days. And you saw one writhing on the ground in pain. So they left the game after just 16 minutes of play. Kip was leading 31-14. to 14. Final score now because the forfeit is 10-0. to 0. Now, you know, the transgender player ripped the ball from another player's arms. She ends up falling. You see the player struggling on the ground. I can't exactly see the mechanism of injury. It went so fast, but she was obviously a lot smaller and shorter than the transgender player. And again, I don't think it was deliberate. I think, yo, know, it's just the heat of the game. It, but there's a reason why men and women are separated in sports. Multiple reasons. And the topic has been hijacked. You know, th- this is the problem I've had with the whole, you know, Hamas 
massacre and now how the conversation has changed between it being an Israel-Palestine war. When, when, when there's a, there's a, you know, Hamas attacks, rapes, beheads, uh, abducts, has hostages, that's, that's the, the focus of, of what now needs to be rectified. Get the hostages back. Not allow Hamas to do that again. And instead, the conversation has now changed to, well, we need to fund Gaza. We need to not upset Iran. We need to support. And uh, uh, can we just get back to the hostages? And that's kind of what's happened with the transgender issue in sports is when you try to say, look, we got to do something because these boys or men uh, can hurt younger women who are on the field or, and, and play. And instead, that gets hijacked to a, well, you're anti-LGBTQAI+. No. Many of us have family members who are LGBTQAI+. I have many friends who are LGBTQAI+, and they even say, look, there's, there's a difference. In fact, many men who are a part of the LGBTQAI plus community agree there's a difference. And uh, so who is changing the narrative? And so now the topic is, if you don't let somebody who is identifying as somebody other than their sex at birth, then you are being racist, discriminatory, and it's un-American. Well, can we go back to the safety? Can can we, you know, without bringing up constitution and narratives and presidential primaries, what do you suggest we do to prevent somebody much larger bigger, stronger, hurting other athletes. Now, somebody has argued, look, we're just seeing the videos of transgender individuals hurting cisgender women. Where are all the other videos of cis women hurting cis women? And I get it. I, I watch I watch football. You see men, you know, plow other men. Men are getting hurt by other men. Women are getting hurt by other women. But our job in sports is to minimize injuries. You have to minimize injuries. That's plain and simple. And another thing schools have to do is minimize assault. Now, I don't believe the average true transgender is assaulting another player. But if you are grappling with somebody or you are trying to grab a ball and you touch a woman's breasts, a student, a minor's breasts, in the middle of play, you could be accused, even if you're innocent, of assault to protect the male players. We keep them separated from the women. Do you think the average young man who has a whole career ahead of him wants to be accused of you know, being a peeping Tom, watching a woman when they shower, accidentally touching their breasts. No. And so men and women have been separated for protection of both. And so what do we do if a female player 
says he grabbed my breast or she grabbed my breast. Breast grabbing is not allowed. Title IX protects you. Even if it's an accident. I mean, in a workplace, he accidentally hit my butt. He accidentally hit my breast. You're guilty until proven innocent when it comes to any sort of fondling or touching. And trust me, I have seen accidents happen all the time. How many times have I swung my arm and accidentally smacked somebody in the groin? Or somebody accidentally hit my boob? It happens. No big deal. It's an accident. But when I see that it continually happens, okay, now that's predatorial. So we, we, we need to go back. We need to ask everybody to just slow their roll on the uh, hijacking of the narrative to discrimination. And can we first fix the issue at hand of safety? If a taller more muscular, stronger individual can accidentally hurt a teammate, then they need to be at the, you know, what we do in varsity and JV and what we do with weightlifting and all sorts of other um, boxing. And we, we put you into categories based on your strength, your weight, your height, We're not going to have fifth graders play with second graders. We're not going to have varsity play with JV. Boy, there's a difference even between boys with varsity and JV in terms of their development. There's a separation. Why? Because of safety. It has nothing to do with being discriminatory or anti-LGBTQ. We want to protect LGBTQ women and men who could accidentally get sidelined or injured or assaulted on the field, too. It's to protect everybody. But if somebody is that much bigger, then they need to be in a different division. You cannot have five foot two players playing with six foot two, especially if they're of a different biological sex. And so these teams, I don't think they're making political stands like the coach said, you know, because nobody, trust me, the coach doesn't want to now get canceled. He's like, look, we got playoffs. I need my players healthy. I, we're, uh, we'll forfeit. We have three down already. This isn't working for us. But then what is that going to do to sports when you have other teams that don't want to play against somebody who has transgender because they could lose? Can they forfeit and strategize? we're, We're kind of making bigger problems than we need to. But safety has to come first. 1877 Doc Dolly. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Okay, 
pay 25,000 cheering extras. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms. Whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious such as food, internet, or shopping, addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. Sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. Read our fantasy football pocket guide for beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. It's time you get into the action. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian and naturopathic physician. The Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy with an important message. Take charge of your health. Do not continue to blindly follow the system that has failed us all. I appreciate GCN listeners because you're open-minded and intelligent. If our system is so great, why is it that the United States, the USA, ranks nearly 60th worldwide in longevity and number one in obesity? All the while, we spend more money than all the other countries combined annually on unnecessary health care procedures and toxic drugs. It doesn't take much to get on track, not with the 
government or pharmaceutical companies, but rather you in control of your own health with a basic understanding of nutrition and supplementation. FDI Longevity has the finest quality health, sports, and energy supplements available. GCN listeners are invited to join our team of people who want to stay healthy well into old age. We are currently looking for specialists to represent FDI Longevity and save America. To buy products at wholesale prices or join our business team, go to GCNteam.com. That's GCNteam.com. Support GCN. Get healthy. Tuning in one eight seven seven Doc Dolly one eight seven seven D O C D A L I. So when you go potty, do you turn around and look? You're supposed to. I know I've told you to flush and run, but that's after you've looked. Quickly turn around, open the door, hit the flush, and bolt, so you don't get the. Backsplash and all that. I mean, if you could cover the lid, that would be ideal. But I understand in a public bathroom, sometimes you don't want to touch the lid. But I think it's really, really important to look at your pee and your poo. We've spoken about stool color. We've talked talked about formation. I know you're eating, but it's a health show, also. Okay, I, not only do we talk about the news, but I do have to bring up some health you know, topics. <laughs> I okay, that is kind of my duty here to talk about duties. And so, I want to make sure you don't have blood in the stool. I want to know if the stool sinks or if it floats. I want to know if it's running. But your urine should also be looked at. And so, I'll ask people, what does your urine look like? And you get these smart Alex over the phone going, it looks like urine. Okay, well, do you have any other descriptors? What color is it? Yellow. Okay, well, is the... Okay, I, I get some real attitude sometimes. Some people are really nice on telemedicine, but some people... Yeah. Is it a dark yellow? Is it a brown yellow? Is it a fluorescent yellow? Is it a white yellow? Is it a pink yellow? I don't know. Well, then look at it. Well, I can't tell because it goes into the toilet. The toilet has blue in it. Okay, maybe just for poops and giggles, maybe pee into a cup. And then next time you call in, tell them what that color looks like. Maybe you're dehydrated and that's why it's darker. Maybe you're consuming too many vitamins and so your body's trying to dump the extra dosing, which can make that fluorescent color, especially with B vitamins. Maybe there's blood in it. Maybe it's brown because there's bile. So these are things that you need to know about. Another thing that I'm fascinated by is if your urine is bubbly. Bubbly urine. What does that mean? Well, the bubbles or the froth means you're passing protein. Now, protein compared to the salts and other things that your urine needs to eliminate or your kidneys have to eliminate, proteins are big. 
They are like big pool floaties. And your pool filter, if we want to look at the kidneys like your pool filter, your pool filter has to filter out the grime and all that. But rarely are you going to have your floaties and your pool toys go through the filter. If you do, that means there's something wrong with that filter. Or there's some big holes in that filter. So if I see that your urine is bubbly, that means you got some holes in your filter or you may have a kidney issue. Now, it could also mean that maybe the floaties or the proteins are outside of the kidneys in the ureter. So you have the renal arteries, renal veins, you have your kidneys, the calyces of your kidneys, you have the ureters that are a tube that a conduit for urine from the kidney to the bladder. Then the bladder holds it, otherwise you would be peeing all day long. The bladder holds it and then dumps it out through your urethra. So sometimes if we see protein, if we don't think it's your kidney function, then is there something past your kidney, distal to the kidney, that is causing you to have extra protein? Is there infection? Are you bleeding? Is there something going on with the bladder? And that's how we use, that's how we deduce what could be going on. So you really need to kind of look at your urine because that could be a sign of what's going on. I, I think there's all these um, products now on the market about your pet urine where you could buy expensive kitty litter that'll change color when your cat goes pee-pee. Now, that wouldn't work for me because we got three cats, but now and some of them miss the potty box. The boy purposely misses the potty box. So funny, the girls, not one drop misses the potty box, but the boy splatters all over the place. He does it on purpose. He knows. He knows. He doesn't care. You know, it's like, I live in a house of men. Now, honestly, they will splash and splash. Don't understand that. They think it's funny. Yeah, well, you clean the toilets. I'm done. So red or pink urine, not a good sign. Red or pink means it could be blood. could be cutting through prostate, your kidney stone. Uh, it could be uh, uh, malignancy, a cancer. We do not want to see any pink or red. Now, sometimes there could be some medications or some things that could cause a change in color, but we always do a test to make sure there's no blood. Some people do have microscopic hematuria where they will have um, always some elements of blood, and it could just be the kidneys pass it, because remember, the blood goes through the kidneys, but we always want to make sure it's not because of a malignancy in the bladder or other stones or issues like that. Daily Mail has a really nice breakdown on colors of the urine. Orange, for example, orange urine could be from your phenazopyridine or your azo, which people use to relieve symptoms of UTIs. That will turn your urine orange or reddish because there's a dye. And so you know, with that, um, that's kind of troubling for us because we're trying to check urine and you're taking it over the counter of the medicine that's changing the color. It might relieve the symptoms, but it might not necessarily cure you. Some constipation medications, chemotherapy medications, sulfasalazine for ulcerative colitis could cause your sweat and your tears to turn orange.
And then, of course, vitamin A and B could turn your urine orange, beta carotene. So those are things that can sometimes be environmentally induced, but need to still be checked because that orange might actually still be a form of red or pink or blood. Blue and green, we've seen. Methylene blue is a dye that is used in scans or surgeries. We also use it to treat methamoglobinemia. It's a rare blood disorder. And so when you have, sorry, methamoglobinemia, you can have pale skin, fatigue, weakness, rapid breathing, nausea, vomiting, but your urine could be greenish blue. Amitriptyline could change the color of your urine. Reglan for nausea and for stomach issues. So that's something to look at. Dark brown urine could be a sign of your vegetables, your fava beans, rhubarb, things like that. But I always worry that could be a sign of liver issues or kidney issues. So we like to check the bilirubin in the urine. Some of your medications, your Dilantin, your Levodopa, laxative Senna, could also change your urine a little brownish. But when I see brown, I want to make sure it's not old blood. I want to make sure it's not something that could be a... um, a uh, metabolite from your liver or a metabolite from your kidneys. So the rule of thumb is just, you know, be proactive. Look at the things that exit your body. There's a lot you could learn. We ignore it because we're like, ooh, it's gross. It's not. Listen, your body made it. Okay. I mean, I, you know, when my kids pooped, you know, I, you can't look away when you change their diaper. You got to look at it. You can wear a mask if it stings, but please look and report to your medical provider what you see. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into
your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. 